It'll just be you, me, and Nick. Spencer, you always get all the answers. I'm kind of a big deal. Whenever hear the music, Colin, take it away. It's time for the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Let's mix it up with a breakdown of some local, regional, and national sports with Spencer Dupuis, Nick Verzellini, and Colin McLaughlin. Good afternoon and welcome into this Wednesday, June 21st edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10, brought to you in part by the Brown Funeral Home and Cremations. Robert Fields and Sons, a family-owned full-service funeral home that has probably served our area since 1880. Spencer, Nick, Colin, and Dylan, happy to have you with us. And unfortunately, at 1220, we will not be joined by Kyle West. That's moved to tomorrow. Uh, they had a double header moved up to today, so he's uh, down there or up there in Green Bay, getting ready, uh, doing warm ups. As that game, I believe Green Bay's an hour behind us. Is that correct? Yes, I, that's what I thought. They're uh, they're getting ready to go at noon, so he's getting ready for warm ups up there in Green Bay. So we'll be joined by him tomorrow around twelve twenty, and on Friday we'll be joined by uh, Colin and I. It'll be a Colin and Spencer show with Nick out and Dylan out for the rest of the week. Um, we'll be joined by Hedgesville Eagles basketball coach Kelly Church as uh, a lot of things going on with the Eagles basketball program. With we'll talk to him about about maybe a thirty minute segment beginning at twelve thirty on Friday. Uh, but let's get into today's show. We got post fourteen Hornets baseball uh, tonight on Talk Radio WRNR TV ten WRNR TV on YouTube as they take on Winchester. I believe it's post twenty one out of Winchester this evening, and uh, it's. It's Trip Tobin's birthday, so happy birthday, Trip! Uh, but a game to get back into things after falling on Saturday in a competitive ball game in extra innings. They're going to take on a Winchester Sunday. Sunday sorry, okay. a Winchester team that, uh, fortunately, we don't know a whole too lot about. Don't see their game changer. Yeah, I mean, this is a. Uh, I mean, you can expect where those kids at least go to school. Probably Sharando, you know, James Wood area, I would presume. So. Uh, you know, should be a decent matchup, I would think, for the Hornets based on how those schools compete in other sports. We don't really see them in baseball come up here for whatever reason. Uh, could have to do with the Virginia schedule or whatever. But uh, we saw James Wood, so, I mean, they might yeah. have some of those kids on that team. Uh, but um, either way, I think, you know, the Hornets, it was a good weekend, so I expect this team to come out and play well again. Uh Still, you know, at this point of the year, you never really know who's going to be available, but uh, they've proven to have either guys called up from the junior team and play well or uh, just guys moving all around the field and playing well. So I don't think it's really too much of a concern how many Hornets are available tonight, but uh, they should, you know, definitely be a team that continues to do uh, big things. Yeah, uh, and with them getting a little bit of rest, it helps as well after the successful weekend to just let them be able to get a few practices in, go to the hidden cage, uh, work on some things that maybe they feel like they need uh, to work on other than having to play games back-to-back-to-back-to-back, which you'll get to see during the tournament-style games, but after a few days of uh, rest for post-14, hopefully they're still... uh, ready to go and the offense is able to go out there and really explode like we've seen all season long don't know exactly who's starting today on the mound or if we'll see a few guys since a lot of them have had some rest and maybe we do see a little bit depending on how the game goes of that junior team in throughout the game today for the senior team because I know they've also had rest and uh i think they might play tomorrow or friday they, i can't remember No, they play tonight do they also it's play their tonight? first game okay. at washington so high school that they play tonight or they're scheduled to play tonight with the rain i don't know right. if they'll be able to actually get that game in they're supposed to take on a 17 you a junior team post 171 don't have where they're located out of but that's who they're scheduled to play against tonight they're scheduled to play at frederick uh, post 11 tomorrow. That's the one that I knew. For some reason, yeah. I forgot tonight's game. Uh, but uh, that game tonight supposed to be their first game at Washington High School. I would, you know, potentially maybe see that not happening with the rain in the forecast and it being a grass field and dirt infield. Depends um, on if what time the rain hits. That's true, but that could be in danger of being postponed. Don't know that to be for certain yet. Haven't heard anything. But uh, this is the time of year. This time in late June is kind of the ramp up of Legion baseball because 
uh, you know, you kind of have what you regard as like a warm up to the season because most teams are off three, two, three weeks. Most players aren't playing two to three weeks before the Legion season begins. Uh, and then the guys that are still playing, they come on late. So it's kind of been like a, a ramp up for some guys, and you're still seeing a ramp up for, you know, those Hedgesville guys, those Hedgesville arms. Jackson Ruest was, you know, out uh, on vacation coming back. He's only, you know, I believe pitched two or three times now. And, you know, there's there's definitely a warm backup process and, you know, that little off time. So I think now's the time where you see teams hitting their stride. Yeah, I think – Sorry. I think even even some guys that have had that have been with post fourteen for the entire season and Legion Ball in general for the whole season are starting to hit their stride in general now. And then of course you're gonna start filling in, like you said, Spencer, the guys that were playing later into the state tournament season, guys like Lane DeLauder and Jackson Ruest. That so they're gonna take a little bit of time to get into back into the groove of playing baseball on a regular schedule. As we saw Lane DeLauder on Sunday have a little bit of rust, uh, I, I think, compared to you know what he might usually see. But it was a good team he was facing, so it was still a pretty good performance at six strike, uh, six or seven strikeouts in that start, even though he gave up you know four runs, I think it was. But it, it, this is a really talented team up and down the roster. We're going to see what it looks like against Winchester today. It seems like a winnable game, uh, I would say. I would predict them to win. Um, but obviously don't know everything about the Winchester team, but just knowing the, the Sharando Jameswood area, I would expect these guys from the Eastern Panhandle to have the upper hand in that one. But we'll see. Yeah, and uh, we can't forget to talk about the other team in the area, the first-year team of the North Berkeley Knights. I uh, didn't mention it earlier in the week, but they had a pretty successful weekend at a tournament. Uh, I believe it was in Bridgeport. Uh, you know, going back this weekend, uh, they were able to, I uh, believe, be runners up according to the journal, and uh, get wins over South Charleston, post sixty-eight, uh, Buchanan, post seven, Marietta, post sixty-four. Uh, they're a team, obviously, still trying to gel together, and uh, you know, they're a team that that's going to play Berkeley post fourteen uh, in mid June, uh, or mid July, excuse me, July twelfth, the week before the area tournament. So they'll have a doubleheader with them, and, you know, they haven't seen each other yet, but the junior team was able to see them up in Morgantown. Um, you know, that's just an interesting squad there because you got a lot of guys coming over from Spring Mills. you got a lot of Hedgesville guys as well trying to meld together, and uh, it'll be interesting to see how they conclude their season currently sitting at 8-10 and 10 on the year. Yeah, and I think they have a few Berkeley Springs guys as well. They have uh, one Berkeley oh, Springs just one? Guy, okay. Caleb so. Stotler. We'll see. Uh, I believe is his name. Yep. Get to see them, I guess, next month and see how they are. We haven't really got to follow them much this year, but it'll be an interesting area tournament because right now, if you're just looking at wins, uh, not record. If you're looking at wins, the win side, not the kind of winning percentage. You got Berkeley Post fourteen with nine wins. You got North Berkeley with eight wins, and you got uh, Potomac Valley Post sixty four with seven wins. Uh, but Berkeley Post 14 would be leading the pack and winning percentage at nine and three. Um, Post 64 sitting at seven and six, and North Berkeley sitting at eight and ten. So that's the area tournament. I believe two teams from the area will go to the state tournament this year, um, mm-hmm. is what Trip had said. So it'll be interesting to see if North Berkeley is able to beat Post 64 and go there in their first season, or Post 64 uh, wins that, which is why they'll have the tournament this year. Because usually. Uh, you know, sometimes they don't have that tournament between. It's not really a tournament necessarily. It's just between. It has been in the past couple of seasons between post sixty four and post fourteen. So right. they just play based on their winning. One team swept the other. Yeah. They kind of chose not to have a tournament and just declare somebody the uh, region champion. Yeah, but uh, it'll be interesting to keep a foot on these Legion baseball teams as things go through the rest of the season. Uh, some new information coming to light about um, the uh, Bob Huggins situation. Last night there was a letter kind of style thing posted on Facebook and Instagram by the daughter of Bob Huggins. And some interesting things came to light in there, but also, uh, you know, she's going to defend her dad. Uh, but, you know, he, apparently he was only given 30 minutes to decide whether he wanted fired. Or- Seems like a pretty easy decision is what Dylan said. 
I think that makes sense. And I believe she said yeah. something along the lines of Gordon Gee, do better. Be yes. better. Well, be I, better, I, gener- do better. I, I generally agree with that statement. But uh. Yes. Uh, but I guess he had apparently, according to the letter that was posted on social media, he offered to go to rehab for 90 days to keep the team together. They didn't like that. They didn't take that. But, I, you know, basically she's saying this university turned their back on my dad. But it's hard to defend a guy that six weeks ago goes on the radio, uses a slur, not only against uh, LGBTQ, but also against a religion as well, essentially. Yeah. Um, then he has a DUI where he blows a .021, which is nearly three times the legal limit, and doesn't know where he is, thinks he's in Columbus, Ohio, which is like three and a half hours from Pittsburgh. I think Bob Hoggins has been given plenty of chances throughout his career uh, with the fact that at Cincinnati he had the same thing occur. Uh, the fact that, like you said, Spencer, six, week, six weeks ago, he was already pretty much told, hey, if you mess up again, we're going to have to let you go. Uh, and then he messed up again with this situation. So I think for a guy that's 69 years old, uh, he knows better. He knows he shouldn't be drinking and driving. Um, this isn't you know a college kid making this mistake, and they know better too. But, I mean, he's almost 70 years old by now, like, Everyone should know better. Yeah, everyone also, would know heard. better, but I'm just but saying. Yeah, like, I, I'm looking at the post right now. Give second you chances have the def- to people. This is, would be several chances, and I, I think for a grown man. Yeah. Like, I have the exact verbiage she says it. that I want to touch on, and the first one being, <laughs> quote from her post, my dad is not an alcoholic. He drinks like 90% of us do and made a mistake that cost him his job, reputation, and his livelihood. So, she understands that he made the mistake. However, I don't know. If he's not an alcoholic... He's an alcoholic. It seems like he kind of is because you know this situation, you know the 2004 situation, and we know the situation six weeks ago, which part of me wishes she kind of would have added in to this post. I, I left with more questions than answers from this too, post. But and the other one, to one of the other parts of this post is the fact that she was trying to give a reason why he had empty beer cans. Yes, that's the point that I was just about okay. to get to. Go ahead and make that. So here's the quote about the beer cans all over the car. So let me start off uh, where it says, quote, next, the beer cans all over the car. The cans were in bags and not all beer cans. There's a small group in Morgantown who knows my dad collects cans to recycle. Always has, always will. That's his thing. To act like he was driving around pounding beers as the media wants to portray is absolutely absurd. And then later on in the post, there's a picture, it looks like, of one of the bags with different cans. You can see a lot of them, some soda cans, some monster cans. Bud Light is, from my end, the only alcoholic one that I can... Clearly but is that see. from the car, or is that just a picture of what? Th- that looks times? like an old picture. It, yeah. it kind of does look like an old picture. I don't know if it's maybe one of the ones from the car, but that's her defense me, on those bags in the car. Because as the police report stated, there was one directly next to him, and there was one in the trunk. You can correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm not looking at the picture right now. But to me, it looked like a Christmas wreath made out of recycled cans. And I think that was like a Christmas decoration sort of thing. Yeah, I don't know, because it's still in a black trash bag. And yeah, it's all crunched in, in a circle at the bottom. So I don't know if it's really a wreath I don't know if or that's, not. Maybe it's a, maybe I'm thinking of a different picture. But This is the uh, one that's posted there. I don't know if that's Okay, one that's that you not saw. the picture okay. I was thinking of. Um, it'd be one thing if it was his first, like the first thing he did wrong. If it was the first, if if it wasn't already on the short leash, you could make you could come up and say, okay, well, if he wants to go to rehab, then we can get him to do that and come back, and then he's on a short leash. But it's not only the first thing he's done; it's not only the first time he's this specific thing in at a job in general. But it's he was on the short leash because of what he did six weeks ago on the radio. So uh, there, there are consequences for your actions. It, it, on almost any job, if you do one or two, one or both of these things, you're going to lose your job. And especially if you're a public figure, 
that's the that's the difference with a guy like Coach uh, Coach Huggins is you're a public figure. You are the basketball coach of. Even the, then, if you get a DUI, a lot of times you lose your job. Right. Even if you're not a public figure, that that happens to you a lot of times. But in this situation specifically, I, the reason that I honestly would have wanted him gone after the first incident on the radio is because he's a public figure. And you have to uphold the standards and practices. You have to be a model and example for the university. You are the basketball coach of the biggest university in the state of West Virginia. And sports is the thing that's going to be most prominent. At the, and it's going to make the most headlines and popularity. It, it, Bob Huggins was probably the most well-known person associated with the University of West Virginia. And if he can't hold up his end of the bargain of being a a model citizen that in more ways than one and with multiple incidents of doing things that you should not be doing as a public figure, then you lose your job in that situation. There are I, consequences for your actions. I think her making that post hurts more than helps. Yeah. Because then the, the previous thing when you mentioned Gordon Gee... It says, to Gordon Gee and your board, be better and do better. Throwing stones at glass houses is also not how to represent such a great university. Treating someone like they don't matter after they've given their whole heart and soul to your university. You could have helped, but chose to turn your backs not only on him, on the guys, on the staff, on the boosters, everyone. They did but help. You also said... He used what he did on the radio. He's I not think, an alcoholic, yeah. so what help are you asking for? And yeah. he... There, he's, well, he's not so an alcoholic. Of, hold on. He's not an alcoholic, but he voluntarily said he would go to rehab for 90 days? That's the same thing. 60 days, actually, 60 according days. to the Post, when double-checking. But yeah, th- th- that's the confusing part to me, is he said he'd do 60-day rehab. If it's just you a one-time thing, then ask for help. you shouldn't have to go to rehab for that. Right, I'm confused. It clearly isn't a one-time thing because it happened in Cincinnati. Plus, there's been rumors that he had a he has a driver had That's a driver in Morgantown. Rumors, though, so I don't want to go into that. He should have already been fired. So they gave him a second six chance weeks ago. Yeah, opportunity. Which this never talks about is the six weeks ago thing. Well, what, what happened there? Right? He was already on a short leash, and then he did something right. that arguably you know is worse than the first thing he did that put him on the short leash. So that is true. All right, well, we'll table this talk until there's a new head coach. We haven't heard anything about a new head coach except for Colin. Apparently, somebody from Boca Raton flew into Bridgeport today. Allegedly. Allegedly. People tracking rumors. People of... tracking the, airpl- the airports up there. Uh, flight trackers. Like uh, Rich Rod. They did for Rich Boca Rod, Raton right? Boca Raton is FAU. So. Yeah. All right, well, that will do it for this segment of the Sports Mix, brought to you in part by Parsons Ford, Kent Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. They became number one by making you number one first go to parsonsford.com today we'll be back after this two minute break and talk some nba you're tuned in the sports mix on talk rated wr and rmtv 10 with four new car dealerships and four used car dealerships in three states parsons is the largest used car and fastest growing new car dealer in the tri-state area Take Parsons Ford with huge savings on hundreds of new Fords. Financing from 0%. Parsons' goal of financing for all. And Parsons' famous above-market trade-in allowances that help make Parsons number one for used cars, too. See why so many won't buy anywhere but Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. We became number one by making you number one first. Parsons. At the Berkeley County Health Department, our motto is prevent, promote, protect. Since 1935, our mission has been to provide clinical and environmental services to protect the health of the general public. We're committed to building public health in our community by offering a wide range of services, including blood pressure screening, breast and cervical screening, family planning, counseling, lab testing, and more. We perform health inspections to make sure the restaurants you visit are clean, and we prepare and coordinate plans to respond to all hazards. The Berkeley County Health Department, 122 Waverly Court, Martinsburg. Do you need a place to go for a quick tobacco, soda, snacks, cigarettes, or beer run? Well, then you're in luck, because Enter and Exit has convenience without the cost. Enter and Exit, right off Route 11, is located at 31 Meadow Lane in Martinsburg and soon to be opening in PA. Enter and Exit is open Monday through Saturday from 8 a.m. to 11 p.m. and Sundays from 9.30 a.m. to 8 p.m. For great convenience without the cost, stop on into Enter and Exit today. 
The Palace Lounge in Martinsburg is the place to be. Join us every night to relax and enjoy football or basketball games featuring either the Martinsburg Bulldogs, Shepherd University Rams, or West Virginia Mountaineers. We will have steak night every Wednesday, trip nights every Thursday, and now taco and margarita nights every Tuesday. You can find us on Facebook or call 304-267-7520. The Palace Lounge is located at 1350 Edwin Miller Boulevard in Martinsburg. You're tuned into the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740 and TV10. Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV10. Spencer, Nick, Colin, and Dylan, happy to have you with us here for another day of sports talk on Talk Radio WRNR. And TV 10, let's get into some NBA news. Yesterday, get the news yesterday afternoon to become official what we kind of knew was going to happen uh, just with everything going down. But uh, as expected, Wizards forward Kyle Kuzma has declined his $13 million million player option and became a free agent. Apparently, according to Woj, he will be one of the marketplace's most prominent players, but there's still a slim chance he returns to Washington. Yeah, I don't think he's coming back. I don't it's a see slim chance. Reason. Woj said there's a slim chance. So if Woj says there's a chance. I mean, there's slim so saying there's a chance. One percent. If they bring him back and then trade him halfway through the year. I think he's in for a big payday mm-hmm. in free agency because the free agent class is pretty weak this year. It's guys like Fred Van Vliet and maybe Christoph Porzingis and couple other guys it's 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 not Kyrie Irving is really the one and James Harden are really the two like all-star sort of names and so Kyle Kuzma is probably going to get upwards of 20 25 million dollars a year from somebody and I don't believe the Wizards can match that I believe they're if they're over the salary cap you can give you can bring back your own free agents at something like 125 percent of what their contract was average per year so you can do 125 percent of 13 million that's what you can offer him per year so i I don't think that's going to quite be enough to keep kuzma around and he can probably find more money and the same opportunity maybe even with a better team yeah i mean he's 27 so he's not old by any stretch but he's getting up there in terms of by the time this team's competitive what what is kyle kuzma's gonna be also, I think his numbers are a bit inflated oh, yeah. because of the team he plays on. Uh, but I still think he can contribute to a team as like a four for fifth option and be pretty good. That's what he was with the Lakers, really, before he yeah. went to the Wizards. He was kind of like their four, third, fourth, fifth kind of guy. He was just good, like cutter. He could hit some threes. Play, you know, he would play hard. But I mean, the Wizards definitely won that trade at the time with Westbrook. Uh, but I mean. Kuzma to me at this point probably was a guy that could have been traded at the deadline again if they were would have gone into this rebuild earlier now they're not going to get anything for him which is kind of you know tough for Washington but I mean besides that you're probably just going to let him walk at this point I don't see any reason to bring him back and I don't really see any reason for him to want to pay that play there unless they were the team that was offering him the most money uh, because but that's in terms of winning they're not going to do a whole lot yeah that probably won't happen, though. No, I don't think so. Chances are no. Yeah. Unless they were to be able to move Chris Paul before Kuzma hits the market, then I guess they would have more money to spend. But I don't know if we touched on this yesterday. The Wizards have no like timeline for that. I believe they have until the 28th to do anything. Yeah, so we'll see Yeah, we happens. mentioned how they basically they're not in any rush to yeah. cut him or buy him out, which was say that's what they have to say so that they have trade leverage. So speaking of the wizards, uh, they're going to be prominent, more prominently on what was known, what currently known as NBC sports, Washington, but we know last year, uh, got bought 67% of the rest of the stake got bought by Ted Leonsis and monumental sports will now be known as monumental sports network in September. Uh, some crazy things going on there. Um, basically it's like they don't have their rights anymore if that makes sense like teams will sell their rights yeah 
they're not selling their rights because it's going to be their own network. So they're going to be able to do a bunch of things with this. And uh, you know, there's some things I was seeing. Uh, they're going to be able to do things like uh, they're going to have 100 regular season Wizards or Capitals games with alternate feats made available on the new digital platform. Uh, they're going to have Manning-style broadcasts. Uh, they're going to have new shows tailored to the Wizards and along with the Capitals. Um, this is a win for if you're the Capitals and you're a Wizards fan and you want to watch content uh, that's not online necessarily 100%. That's a, that sounds like a nice general idea, I'd say. Apparently, there will be more camera angles. You can hear coaches and players mics mic'd up during the games. Uh, there'll be a new original series about a new original like interview series with Rachel Nichols, formerly of ESPN, Rachel Nichols Project. Uh, there's just a lot going on with this that, uh, you know, is building the momentum for Wizards basketball and as well as just monumental sports network in general that will change the game of how TV or how the fans get their content for the Wizards and the Capitals and as well as the Mystics and uh, the Go-Go. Rachel Nichols, huh? Sounds like Jimmy Butler might make his way to D.C. I was about to say, what <laughs> Wizards player do you actually want to see followed? Like, they don't Porzingis. have a true face. Porzingis. You don't, care, you don't care about the life and times of Monty Morris? Sure. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> what about... Uh, I can't name anybody else. It, Johnny exactly. Davis, Corey Davis, Kispert, Corey Kispert, no. No. Denny Avdia. Maybe Denny that's Avdia. the reason why. Sell Kuzma to stay. Be like, hey, this is why you should stay. You have your own TV show. Um, on monumental sports. On monumental sports. <laughs> yeah, nobody's going to watch it anyway. But, uh, yeah, I guess it's cool. You wouldn't watch a show about Kuzma? I wouldn't watch Didn't Kuzma ca- date... One, uh, isn't he game. one of the basketball players that, that dated Kendall Jenner? He could just be like, I was, I could I could have been on Keeping Up with the Kardashians, yeah. man. I, I don't need that. Now he has his own spinoff. I guess they plan... Keeping to, Up with Kuzma. Here, here's something pretty interesting. They plan to broadcast full or condensed classic games from each of its teams, potentially adding commentary from the players who starred in those games. That sounds fun. They're really trying to change things. And add new things to it as Colin turns around as uh, Wells gives up a homer. Yeah, Orioles are down one nothing now. Randy Arizarena kills the Orioles. Oh, brother. We'll talk about that a little yeah, bit that's, later. That's but but for those that while we're talking about the media and rights, we might as well just talk about this right now. We I sent this to the group chat last night. Colin thought it was a W for the Orioles, but it's actually a, an L for the Orioles. Uh, the Masson dispute that's lasted tw- 10 years, I think, has finally partially come to a conclusion for the four years of 2012 to 2016 and money owed to the Washington Nationals from the Orioles and Masson. $100 million. They still have to decide 2017 to 2021 and beyond. But the Nationals get $100 million from Masson and the Orioles compared to what they had before. Um, if they can get this straightened out, and they get 2021 plus and into, into this these upcoming seasons here in a relatively short amount of time, what we could is the Nationals finally sold to one Ted Leonsis, who is rumored to want to buy them. Which I still don't know why you want bought that. out of Masson and put on Monumental Sports Network. I guess that's the only reason is to have your own TV station, but I, I've kind of lost my hype around Ted and because of the way the Wizards and the Capitals have kind of been playing the past half decade starts at the top the the capitals won a world or a a stanley cup in the last half decade yeah and since then how have they been you said the last half decade capitals fan i mean you wanted to make playoffs they didn't make playoffs this year you should be able in the nhl to make playoffs period like it is the easiest league to make the playoffs in because over half the league makes the playoffs same thing in the nba what have you done for me lately Ted Leonsis. All right, last five years. It's like the Nationals. Nationals won their World Series, but where they? What have they done lately? Huh? Not a whole lot. But I mean, they won a Stanley Cup. And no, I know I, that they I, were I terrible. Still, and they were terrible that. before Leonsis got there with the Caps. So why do you want him as the owner then for the Nationals? Because before the Caps got, before he got to Washington with the Caps, they were terrible. And now they're, they're terrible. Now they're 
getting terrible again. They were very good for a very long period of time. It's hard to win for ever, every single season. But while we see, uh, I guess, now, the NBA, Wizards suck. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, Leonsis sucks for, for them. But so while we the eighth pick every I mean, year. You had draft. the one cup. You had the curse, though, before that if where you couldn't get past finals, the second round. Everything would be forgiven. So I would be happy that Ted Leonsis was the owner if they won a finals. Tyler Wells is getting rocked. He just got two back-to-back home runs. It's like That's the, awesome. Yeah. Well, I mean, it happens. But it's like the Ravens, right? They won a Super Bowl in 2012. I don't want Hardball gone because he won a Super Bowl. So it's okay. All right. Well, that will do it for this segment of the Sports Mix, brought to you in part by Rossini's Home Store, not just appliance store any longer. Get your Traeger grills at Orsini's at Orsini's.com. 360 Hackwell's away on their side of this break. We'll talk NFL news as we finally get to a report about uh, Sam Howell going into camp as the number one quarterback. Plus, Tyreek Hill and some hot water. We'll talk about that on the other side of this two minute break. You're tuning in the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WR and RNT 10. Have you been smoking? Uh, I can smell it. Hickory. I'm going to watch you smoke the whole pack. Shut now and save at Orsini's today. Have you been smoking? Uh, I can smell it. Hickory. I'm going to watch you smoke the whole pack. Shut now and save at Orsini's today. Whether it's a strain, sprain, or fracture, WVU Medicine Orthopedics and Sports Medicine in Charlestown and Spring Mills now offer same-day appointments. No referral is needed unless required by your insurance carrier. WVU Medicine Orthopedics and Sports Medicine offers the exceptional care you expect for the injuries you don't. For same-day appointments at WVU Medicine Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, call 304-725-BONE. Ever try to collect on an insurance claim? Perhaps a homeowner's claim, auto accident, or fire. Insurance companies collect money from you for protection should something bad happen. And when it does, they don't want to pay or they offer too little. At Mansion Ferretti, we have an attorney who worked defending insurance companies and knows all the dirty tricks they play to deny or lowball your claim. Call us today for help in getting what you really deserve. Mansion Ferretti, when you need justice. Jambo Construction and Fencing Company, LLC, is a veteran-owned and operated company right here in the eastern panhandle of West Virginia that specializes in decks, fencing, and hardscaping. Facebook at Jambo Construction and Fencing to see more of the projects we've completed. For a free estimate, you can call Bo Bartley at 304-268-5452 or Jamie Gall at 304-279-5053. We are licensed and insured in the state of West Virginia, and as Martinsburg alums, we say, Go Bulldogs! Now, back to the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10. Hey, we're on the air here. I don't care anymore. You're having a conundrum over Tyler Wells' fielding ability. Yeah, and also the fact that... Nick wants Mountcastle traded. Yeah, he strikes out too much. Get rid of him. <laughs> See, they the got better players on this team. team. Ryan O'Hearns. The show in between and the show. Not anymore. He doesn't lead anymore. Yeah, it's yeah, not does. usually this live. He does. Who does? But it's the fact that the Orioles decided to play at twelve oh five. Somebody good. That it becomes more. He is good out all the time. You can get somebody. You can get a pitcher for him that can field. I tried to bring this up the other day about Mountcastle, and I was just told he has vertigo, and that was it. <laughs> He does have vertigo. He does. Yeah, but he's hitting 220. Hey, he is hitting 220, and I've, I've been with you, Dylan. I want him gone. See? See, Colin? He's declining on defense. It is a You're on an How is it a bad take? They need pitching. They got to get rid of somebody. They could not just call him. up. They could just call up all these prospects. You can go Mateo, I guess. I mean, what's Mateo going to get you? Might get you some pitching. No, he can't hit. He's a noodle bat. I'd rather He's better <laughs> defensively. So you're telling me you want the guy that leads the team in home runs? What even is going tied on right for now, second Dylan? in RBIs? Traded? Yes. I'd rather put. He's Mateo, too inconsistent. I'd rather put Mateo on the mound than try to put him trade him for an actual pitcher. 
You ain't gonna <laughs> That's get anybody. That's a good take. Thanks, Jorge Mateo would have fielded that ground ball. So that's Wells then that you want to right. because no, he's the Wells guy that the didn't field the ground. One of the ball. better pitchers that they have. All right, let's hold off. We'll reconvene this chat here in the next segment, but let's talk NFL in this segment. Uh, Ron Rivera reveals that Sam Howell will enter the training commander's training camp as QB one, which is a lot different than something that he said like two weeks ago. He keeps going back and forth. I don't care anymore. I mean, this he goes is, look in the first interview. He's going to be our starter. He's going into the season as our quarterback number one. Then two weeks ago, he says, now nah, we're going to have a quarterback competition between Al and Brissett. And now he's saying it's back to Howell at quarterback one. It's this hard is, to pick a QB one when you got two QB twos on the roster. All right. I was going to say this is already wrong. disrespectful to Jacoby Brissett, but now Nick just had to add on to it. <laughs> When is Jacoby Brissett going to get the respect that he is due? Whenever he does something that earns him respect. <laughs> How does he have Bingo. any respect due? He was good He was good for the Browns last year. He's been a solid the Browns is the Browns. quarterback. Yeah, exactly. Good. And Jacoby Brissett kept them afloat, and then Deshaun Watson came in, and he did worse than Jacoby Brissett. Define good. He was okay. Yeah, that, that sounds more like it. But so uh, what, for what he's worth, like what his contract is, he's a solid guy. I can throw him out there. I can trust in Jacoby Brissett better than like most guys. That most most guys, most guys. Listen, there's Who like would you trust him over. There's like two or three quarterbacks on every roster. So that's like what yes. seventy five quarterbacks. I trust him more than probably fifty of those guys. I'd say he's the top backup. Yeah. Backup. Like 40 no. to 50? 40 to 50 out of 75? That's most. I'd take him over a few starters, probably. Yeah. Sam no. Howell. <laughs> yeah, Sam Howell. What's I haven't Sam seen Howell it. I haven't, haven't seen enough seen of Sam, Sam Howell. Howell. We've hey, seen how about what this Joe Kobe Brissett has. Hey. We have not seen what Sam Howell has. How about, how about this quote from one Sam Howell? Jacoby's awesome. Me and him have really become good friends. He's just a great guy. Hal said during the offseason program via Zach Selby of the team's so. website. He's been oh, through brother. so much in his career. He's seen a lot. He's spent some time with a lot of different teams. He was in New England for a long time with Brady. He just has so many stories and so much insight that he can share. He's been great to have here, and he helps a lot. See, Sam Howell agrees. Kobe Brissett's awesome. <laughs> you gonna, you going to tell Sam Howell he's wrong? Eric Bieniemy yeah. notes that to tell him that that's what he has to say. Hey, I mean, he's on awesome an Aaron Rodgers, Zach Wilson situation. He may be a great guy, but he can't play. How about this? Eric Bieniemy noted yeah. that Brissett is quote showing Sam what it takes to be a const- constant professional, praising the example Brissett has been for the young quarterback like Hal. Brissett also said that he's enjoying working with Hal. It's I mean, been a, a lot, lot of, of people fun. Can tell him stories Brissett about Tom said. Brady. He's smart. He can make all the throws. He's been a joy to be around. I know that makes me sound old, but he's been good to be around and learn from each other. Competing against each other has just been a lot of fun. That's good. They like a father figure. I like it. What a guy. Yeah. (laughs) That's just very interesting. That's in an article posted, I believe, uh, on Pro Football Talk uh, or from Pro Football Talk. Uh, by Miles Simmons uh, this morning at 10 a.m. was posted. Uh, but kind of interesting, the relationship between those two. How is it going to change when one's name is starter over the other? It's not. Yeah, I don't think it will change. I mean, Brissett knows what he is, uh, you know, a decent quarterback. but um, And I think he knows that his job is to come in and work with Sam Howe. And if he ends up being the starter – uh, you know, that's obviously great for him, and that's what he's trying to do. But also, I don't think they're – he's not coming in there trying to be Sam Howell's enemy or, or really dislike the guy because he doesn't really have the right to come in and be that guy. You know, it's not like he's Aaron Rodgers and he's coming in and he's expected to be – take the team to the playoffs. That's not the expectation for Jacoby Brissett. The expectation is for both of these guys to be a bridge quarterback until they try to tank for number one and get Caleb Williams. There you go. Yeah. Should be the expectation for both of them. Yeah, I would tend to agree with what you just said there, Nick. I'd love to have uh, Williams on the Commanders. Yeah, just means a two. He, he wouldn't season. love to be there, but or the other. Better you never know. Could be head coach Eric Bieniemy next year. You could have the better so put up or shut up year for Ron Rivera. Get the better North Carolina quarterback Drake May. <laughs> Good. That's another option for them. All right, let's move on here. Dalvin Cook. Uh, he was on a podcast, I believe. Whose podcast was he on? His own. I have no idea. 
Uh, the Adam Schefter podcast. podcast. That's what it was. He said Hopkins and him, who both remain unsigned, would be epic for the NFL if him and Hopkins teamed up. Yeah, in 2018. I would say, yeah, maybe like four years ago. Be epic for Cook because be on a talented roster that Hopkins is getting placed on. Not necessarily. If he goes to the Patriots, it's not that talented. I don't know. Still a playoff contender. Who does Dalvin Cook's team in their division even with DeAndre? Well, how about this? Apparently, Stephon Diggs is mad that their bills aren't bringing in Hopkins. Interesting. Which is weird because don't you always want to be the the number one guy? Well, Diggs still would be the number one guy with Hopkins. I think he wants a number two guy to give him a little bit of a, you know, a cushion, a little bit of a a break on the other side so the defenses don't have to continue to, you know, put all of their focus on Stephon Diggs, a guy that could, you know, you can't double team Diggs if you have a guy that's, you know, high quality on the other side. Like yeah. Gabe, Gabe Davis just hasn't really cut it as the number two guy, and you know, Cole Beasley and you know whoever else that they had there. I mean, I don't think DeAndre Hopkins necessarily is going to be that guy if they bring him in, but Tyler they could Wells try. Just threw the ball in the right field. <laughs> He's continuing <laughs> to struggle four to nothing. It's, and it, you still don't want him traded. No, I don't want him traded. Nobody's going to want to trade for him at this rate. Trade him for the showing that he's putting on. He's what, I mean, two errors now. Yeah, on a pitcher. Yeah, two errors on the pitcher. All right, we'll get back to that next segment. But uh, what do we think? Because Dalvin Cook's been linked to his hometown team in the Miami Dolphins. Speaking of the Miami Dolphins, their receiver Tyree Kill is under investigation of allegations of assault battery at my at a Miami Beach. Uh, Marina, a spokesperson for the Miami-Dade Police Department, said Tuesday, according to WPELG-TV in Miami, Hill allegedly hit a Marina employee during a disagreement that took place Sunday. Miami Sports Radio host Andy Slater reported that Hill slapped the employee on the back of the head, but that employee has declined to press charges at this time. The Dolphins released a statement through a spokesperson acknowledging the reported incident. Quote, we are aware of the situation and have been in contact with Tyreek, his representatives in the NFL. We will reserve further comment at this time. Wow, that does not sound like something Tyreek Hill would do at all, allegedly. Just the way you said that was great. He's now a Florida man. Florida Florida man, also football player. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but even with that happening, I don't think anything really comes of that, especially since there's not going to be in, any charges pressed, it sounds like. So, As of right now. Yeah. Even though if Tyreek Hill slapped me, I would press charges. Yeah, because you know why? So. He's a millionaire. can make no, bag. You can get a why. bag out of that. <laughs> Guys are in it for the wrong reason. <laughs> You're in it for the ah, I got a concussion. You should be in it for the justice of the law. All right, it's assault. He assaulted me. I want the money. I agree with that statement, but also if it, I wouldn't just let it go. Is what yeah. I'm saying. He thinks just because he's Tyree Kill, he can do whatever he wants. Allegedly, allegedly. Well, allegedly, I don't think he'll get suspended. But well, is, allegedly, this is in line with the character of Tyree Kill. That just allegedly, allegedly, yeah. There's, I mean, we don't know, but there certainly has allegedly been other things that Tyreek Hill has allegedly done that make me think, huh? This seems to add up. Allegedly, allegedly, bingo. Yeah, exactly. All right, well, that will do it for this segment of the Sports Mix, brought to you in part by Hagerstown Ford, revolutionizing the car buying experience. Go to HagerstownFord.com for more. On the other side of this break, we'll talk about the uh, Collins' beloved Orioles that are now losing 4 nothing, and could be 5 nothing by the time we get back from break. Talk about the Nats. Apparently, uh, uh, pitcher Kenzie Gore and outfielder Victor Robles got in it last night between innings, and uh, the Nats lose once again. Their losing streak falls to 5. They are supposed to play getaway gay day game today at 4.05, and then they'll play the, I believe it's the Cardinals are coming back tomorrow for the game that was postponed from a couple weeks ago. We'll be back after this two-minute break. You're tuning in the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Back in two minutes.
This is Eric at Hagerstown Ford. Over the last decade, the way we buy things have evolved. Now, you get on your phone, click Want It, and it shows up at your front door. At Hagerstown Ford, it is that convenient. We've changed the car buying experience on the I-81 corridor forever. And with a return policy better than Walmart, there's absolutely no reason to buy a newer used car, truck, or SUV anywhere else. Just like Amazon, Hagerstown Ford will deliver the vehicle to you, where you are and on your time. And if you don't want it, return it. No questions asked. Why waste your time at a car dealership playing the dumb back and forth games? Besides, we hate it more than you do. I assure you, no dealership from Winchester, Virginia to Washington, D.C. will beat our price. No dealership from Chambersburg, Pennsylvania to Baltimore, Maryland will beat our price. And no other dealership will allow you to return it if you don't want it. Hagerstown Ford absolutely provides the best experience at the best price. Visit HagerstownFord.com to schedule your VIP experience. Click on the vehicle you want and get your new ride delivered to you at no risk. See dealer for details. Do you have someone in a nursing home or are you worried about somebody you love going into a nursing home? The law firm of Daniel Staggers can protect your assets. Call the law firm of Daniel Staggers today at 304-267-3915. The Daniel Staggers law firm does elder care law, estate planning, and special needs trusts for disabled children and family members. Visit the Daniel Staggers law firm for your initial free consultation at 133 East John Street in Martinsburg. The Daniel Staggers law firm, when you need asset protection for you or for a family member. If you or someone you know suffers from the disease of addiction, help is available from the Berkeley County Quick Response Team with peer recovery coaches and support promptly to the homes of those who've recently experienced an overdose. This collective effort towards recovery brings resources and services to the community, including naloxone and treatment options. Call 304-267-1313 or visit the Berkeley County Recovery Resource Center at 800 Emmett Rouse Drive, Martinsburg. The Berkeley County Quick Response Team is funded through a DHHR grant with the Berkeley Morgan County Health Department. You're tuned into the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740 and TV10. Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV10, brought to you in part by the Mayor's Group and Ameriprise Financial Advisors, John Everson and Phil McCoy. Stop by 1270 Winchester Avenue in Martinsburg. Call 304-263-4343. Spencer, Nick, and Colin. And Dylan, happy to have you with us here. For this final segment of today's edition of the Sports Mix here as the Nationals, they felt they've now lost five straight. They lost nine to three last night. Did Colin just summon this? He sure did. (laughs) Yay! Colin, right before the break, said, here we go, lead-off home run to start the inning. And Ramon Urias just... I didn't even know who was up to bat. Straight away center. huge risk. That's his third home run of the year, Colin. That's uh, that's pretty unlikely. He's been injured, though. He's been injured quite a bit. All right. Well, let's turn our attention back to the Nationals for a moment. It was a frustration last night uh, between Victor Robles and Mackenzie Gore. Uh, coming off the field and in the dugout. Let's hear Davey Martinez's thoughts on this in the post-game presser from last night. Yeah, obviously, you, you guys are talking about McKenzie and, and Robles. They talked about it. Uh, we talked about it. Um, for, it's good. As far as I'm concerned, it's, it's good. So um, It happens. You know, we're trying to compete. It happens. What did you see on the play? And, and uh, obviously, McKenzie thought he should have caught the ball. Um, but I thought he should have caught the ball, but the, it was windy. Yeah, I think I think he thought he was going to catch it easy, and the ball just died on him and couldn't get there. It looked like on the, um, it was showing. It looked like you went over and kind of walked by McKenzie a little bit. What prompted you to want to? I just wanted to make sure that nothing was going to go crazy there in the dugout. So um, I just got in between them and just it, it, it was good. I mean, like I said, a few, a few words were said and and then it was done. So. Do you feel like Victor is 100% healthy? Just watching him <clears throat> run the bases, take his position. It didn't seem like. He- yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna actually talk to him again here in a little bit, um, just to see where he's at. Uh, and I'll, I'll find out what he's thinking. Victor Robles recently came off the IL, but uh, I think this is just a case of we're a bad team, we're frustrated, everybody's frustrated. Yeah, things yeah, like that happen. It didn't look like too big of a deal to me. Uh, when I watched the video of it, I mean, obviously, you know, Robles probably could have made the catch. It looked like, uh, but also, I don't think 
the conversation between him and Gore was like anything too crazy. This isn't like Jonathan Papelbon situation. How's <laughs> that Harper. Fun time. Yeah. So, um, yeah, young, young guys, com- competitive. I mean, Robles isn't that young at this point, but I can't believe he's still in the Nationals. I feel <laughs> Why? Like he, I just feel be. like he's not good. He's good at stealing bases. He's got good yeah, speed, get on I guess. Base to steal bases. That's very true. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but the Nationals, 27-45. I believe they've now lost 14 of their 15 of their last 16 games. Uh, they've lost now five straight. They're back in action today when they take on the Cardinals for getaway day, 4.05 p.m. 3.35, we'll have the game for you with first pitch again at 4.35 for the Nats radio, or 4.05 for the Nats radio. Or D-backs come back to town for that uh, postponed game tomorrow. That'll be a 105. We'll join the broadcast in progress following the show. Uh, but the Nats don't get a, you know another off day this month, which definitely hurts. Well, I guess they'll have an off day of the 29th. Uh, but they're supposed to have four off days this month. Um, you want to borrow any from the Orioles? They had six. <laughs> no, they need those. I don't six know. Six off days in a month? Yeah, get healthy. It's crazy. It's chilling. They're chilling. But man. the Nats are – they had a good – kind of an average may and june for a t- or april and may for a team that you know wasn't going to win any games wasn't going to get to the playoffs and now they've just very much so struggled but they're scoring runs they're not getting shut out you know they're they're in games their bullpen is just losing the games or their young starters are giving up four or five six runs that just is you lose six to three sounds like the orioles of a, about a year ago yeah last year they were orioles were decent maybe two years ago then there you go all right, well, the O's right now, What's they're already four. out of the inning? Yeah. Four to one. Rutschman just flied out. Rutschman flied out? Flew Sorry. out? Yeah. yeah, three up, three down after the home run. What? I thought they were better than that. There's four to one. They're leading. Nationals again, 335 pregame. It will be a 405 first pitch. We'll have uh, that action on radio. And then tonight, 645, we'll have pregame coverage for Berkeley Post 14 as they take on Winchester Post 21, 645. The pregame, 7 p.m. is the first pitch, but that'll do it for this edition of the Sports Mix. Dylan, have a great uh, mini vacation. I will. Talk to you next Monday. You'll be back. Yeah. Uh, And uh, we'll have another show tomorrow. We'll be joined by Kyle West as he is committed to West Virginia in the transfer portal. We'll talk about that and more on tomorrow's edition of the Sports Mix. But have a great rest of the day, everyone. For Dylan, Nick, Colin, I'm Spencer saying so long. You're listening to the Panhandle Leader in sports coverage. Talk Radio, WRNR, Martinsburg.